of the crazy drive with your host Sam and Anthony today we have a lot on the billet and we have some exciting talks so Anthony how's your day going so far yeah that's going pretty good I'm I'm uh, just happy that we got some good weather today yeah as opposed to yesterday wasn't yesterday's weather insane oh yeah you know what I've lived in California for eight or nine years now and I was really surprised when I saw the weather that we had yesterday um i was in san jose and you said you weren't in san jose yesterday right right okay i stayed i stayed in my town so what did what did you have like what what weather did you go through um right before? well so so uh, it was raining and then at one point it was hailing even here in the great state of california we get bad weather from time to time hence the intro to our song yep yep well it was like that that was just like a fraction of what happened in the bay area um so my experience was i was sitting around and i saw like a flash of light and because i was near a window saw a flash of light okay and then boom you heard the thunder did you think you were going to get powers like the flash no 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 no. were you excited i I wish i mean yeah did you run by a a, a vat of chemicals hoping to get electrocuted and thrown in there i was just running around went to like a chemistry (laughs) lab and i was like I was like, oops, <laughs> knock something over. They no. call me Flash. <laughs> okay. No, I, uh, what I did was I, I saw that first thing that I said, I, I looked at somebody sitting next to me. I was like, what are we in Texas? And then the minute I said that, I was like almost on cue. I heard hard rain and I was like, whoa, that rain's super hard. So I looked outside and it was actually hail. How hard was it? It was hail hard. It was hard. It was hard as eggs. It was hard as eggs. Hard okay. as eggs before you before you boil them. Okay. Um, so I realized it was hail, and I was like, "Damn, I've I've never seen hail in California." And then to make to make the weather even crazier, like so, we we went through lightning, thunder, haily rain. And oh wow! Just cut us off. Oh my god. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, oh, and then you turn in the bl- turn on the blinker. Let me look. Let me give him the Anthony stare. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Did you see the uh, the earphone in his piece? Stupid douchey Bluetooth. In Dude, his. he looks so douchey. Get Bluetooth in your car, idiot. It's 2018. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. So, um, about 20 minutes after I experienced that little weather phenomena, I was sitting in a chair and then I felt like a like a tug I felt like somebody ran into my chair and I turned around and nobody was there and then somebody around me said that was an earthquake and I was like oh my god there was an earthquake so there was a 3.8 magnitude earthquake in the Bay Area yesterday yeah I heard about that they talked about that in class today too oh did they earthquake yeah what did they say about it I'm not as colorful as you they said there was an earthquake yesterday that was about it that's it yeah I mean it didn't give it was the magnitude. A, it, was, it was a three point. It was a three point eight. That's what I. That's what I read. I, I oh, looked okay. it up after it happened. Okay. Yeah. They were like, it's an earthquake. They didn't give me magnitude. They didn't talk about the fear of Godzilla coming in. Godzilla. Um, <laughs> they just said it was an earthquake and that it was crazy and it was raining and hailing. I'll tell you this. What is funny, and a little bit of information for my viewers, um, I have chickens in my backyard, and so when the lightning and the rain started falling and the and the hail and then the rain turned into the hail 
you see my chickens in the backyard. They start to cluck and they start running to the side of the house under the overhang. Yeah, like that. Oh my god! Yeah, it was just it was so funny to see three chickens running and screaming <laughs> and making so much noise. And they looked they looked a little scared. I guess what, what, but that's where they coined the term chicken. What are the names of your chicken? Oh, KFC. Oh my Popeyes God. and churches. Seriously? Yeah. And you, do you have any intentions of eating them? If they stop producing eggs, so absolutely. KFC, Popeyes, and, and what was the other one? Churches. Churches? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm from Chicago, so I would have went with Harold's. Harold's chicken is pretty Never pretty bomb. heard of it. Yeah, well, you should. Like, you ever Next time you're in Chicago, hit up Harold's chicken. It's delicious. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's hilarious. Your chickens are running. They're like, Harold, get out of yeah. here. No, you Come know, on, KFC! But, but it is crazy because, I mean, it has been quite some time since I've seen hail here in California. Um, so you have seen it before? Oh, yeah, I've seen it before. This isn't the first time? No. Well, you know what? I mean, I remember one time when I, when I was eight, it actually snowed in the Central Valley. Can you imagine? Oh, my God, that's a Pornhub Ferrari. I kid you not. That Ferrari had Pornhub on the side. Really? Yes. They're advertising for Pornhub? They're advertising for Pornhub. Hey, all you Pornhub guys, come out to the Bay Area. There's a, I'm pretty sure that's where Pornhub is now. So if you guys want to, you want to get into a video, you might have an opportunity. Oh, I wish I could take a picture of that and put it on our Twitter. You think that guy's embarrassed? He's riding a Ferrari. He's driving in a Ferrari. With Pornhub on the side? He doesn't care. He's riding in a Ferrari. He's probably rich as crap. And he's how, like, yeah. How about you guys out there? Would you be willing to drive a Ferrari with Pornhub on the side through the Silicon Valley? Yeah. I would like to know. All I know is that, he, let's say he's the CEO of Pornhub. Hit us up at Twitter, 418, or excuse me, hit us up at the Twit uh, for cra- the Crazy Drive. 415. 415. The crazy Drive 415. Or, you know, I just want to go ahead and introduce this. If you guys download the Anchor app, it's Anchor Podcast, or you go to anchor.fm, you can actually leave us a message, uh, a voice message, and and if we like your message and we want to answer it on the air, we can go ahead and take what you recorded, put it on the air, and then try to answer it. So, So you can always do that as well. So I guess the first question of the day for everybody is, would you be willing to drive a Ferrari through the Silicon Valley if it said Pornhub on the side? It had a couple of other decals, but... Uh, the speed demon over here, Anthony, was driving way too fast for me to be able to notice it. 80 so. miles an hour in the left lane. We already went over this. That's acceptable. But hey, it, So maybe in that department, you're quick as the flash. Yeah, I am. And in, in it's driving. Okay. But the, the, the flash doesn't drive, though. He just runs. But you know what? I, Sorry, my, back to the weather. My answer to that question, though, is that I would tell... If I was a, a person who worked for Pornhub and it was making me enough money to drive a Ferrari... I would absolutely put Pornhub on the side of it because I want to advertise and I want to keep making money. And I'm not embarrassed about that. Nope. Like, if someone laughs at me, I'm like, haha, million dollars in your face. In your face, huh? You know? So, whatever. Do you think uh, that he had to worry about the, the weather from yesterday? I His top was down. I'm pretty sure he had a hard top convertible. So hard top. That's not what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> but they call, it a, they call it a boner top. In, boner top. In, in, in U-porn. So... The only thing he's afraid of is is maybe rival porn sites like like uh, Red, Red Tube. Tube. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, I like how we're both naming these, though. We're making fun of them, but yet we seem to know about these <laughs> sites. We all know. We all know what's up. Tilt the hand much? No, no. You know, so, it's common knowledge. So anyways, Everybody knows these things. So anyways, going back to the weather, it is interesting because like going to today, so this morning uh, to get ready to go back to the Bay Area, I wore sweats and I wore a, a hoodie. I dressed really warm expecting expecting it to be cold and yes I did check the weather 
Uh, I did use the technology that was available to me, and damn, it's hot today. Yeah, and I, I bared through the cold in the morning, and I actually wore shorts and uh, my Sperry's, and I'm feeling pretty good right now. I, I have the the right amount of clothes on, and you know, just had to feel good now. I just had to go through that cold morning where my legs are freezing and I was shivering, and but other than that, I'm feeling good, and it is all worth it. I was sweating. I was so glad that I was able to take my well, sweater off. Well, you had that gigantic, he had this Eskimo sweater on. It's not an Eskimo sweater. Just, it's a knit sweater. It just looks all... like he's trying to go into the wild and, and survive. Really? You think I would take that sweater into the wild and survive? Do you know how many tree branches would pull at the knitting? It would ruin the sweater. What are you doing? It would be, it would be unpractical. No, you know what? What's unpractical is walking around r- brushing against tree branches. Like, tree, first You of said all, into the wild. Yeah, so in my assumption, I assumed that. that when you said the wild, that I would be into the forest. You're right. I mean, it could have been in the desert. Could tree. have been. Could have been in Antarctica. But even if it was a forest, tree branches don't hang that low. The only thing you're gonna snag. So you're on, telling me? Oh, hold on, hold on. Wait. What wait, tree so branches you're telling hang me, that so low? So you're telling me that in your time in walking, you've never came across a tree branch has never hit you. It never came across your shoulder in, in your entire. I've never been hit time by a living. Tree. I've never been hit by a tree branch. This is you not never brushed by one. I've, I've never brushed against a branch. Branches are high. I'm five five. Oh, that's I forget. Oh, yeah, you're, you're, oh, you're, five. you're that tall where you you're like in the trees brushing against it like Listen, some Listen, regardless of what you hear, bro, six inches makes a huge difference. Okay, so tell that to the Pornhub guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's keep it clean. Keep it clean. Tell that guy. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. So, anyways, going back to the it's weather. not common to brush against trees. Is, is all I'm saying. Like, it's not a common. Right. I don't know. Like trees that are hanging that low right. where branches well, are. Moving on from the tree thing and ta- going back to the to the whole idea of weather. What what is the worst uh, weather you've ever experienced in your life? Um. Okay. So, I mentioned it before. I'm from the Midwest of uh, Chicago originally. Um, Every day. Yeah, because I'm a big-time Chicago sports fan, so I definitely let everybody hear about it. Okay. But um, one year, my mother got a job in a city called Belleville. Shout-out to Belleville, Illinois. It's about 25 miles away from St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. So it's in the southern portion of, I would say, the southern portion of Illinois. And I lived there this one year, just for one year, and... We had a tornado warning, which isn't uncommon in Illinois. You get a tornado warning, you you turn on your TV and you wait for it to say tornado watch. Tornado watch means they've spotted a tornado hit the ground, hitting the ground. Uh, tornado warning means there's a funnel cloud. Okay. So what what I always did, and I as a young, I mean, when I was young, I always like was super on it because I was super afraid that a tornado was going to come. So I would always watch. Well, we ended up getting a tornado watch, and when that happened. The sirens in the city went off, and it was like, Mee! you know, I don't know if you ever heard a tornado siren before. On uh, TV. Okay, so it's like that. Okay. Anyways, um, so I was like, okay, hey, this is this is real. So we all went to the basement um, and went underneath the stairs. We had a little setup in there, like for these kind of situations, mm-hmm. and we we're just waiting. Uh, we had a TV downstairs, and we had it on, listening. And Did you guys watch The Wizard of Oz? <laughs> no. I've seen when we've seen The Wizard of Oz, but okay. we didn't watch it while in the tornado. That's the last thing you want to do during a tornado is watch an actual tornado sucking in Dorothy. Um, so 
we heard on the we heard that it was in our city um, and then I'm like oh crap you know like freaking out and it was on the news they're talking about it and then they mentioned that it hit a store and I I don't remember the name of the store it was like a Midwest store like K K and B or something like that it was like a clothing store like similar to Marshall's okay um, and they were talking about that so uh, we hit the and I remember there were I should backtrack a little bit there was hail like huge hail I'm talking golf ball size hail prior to this tornado oh wow yeah and that's common with tornadoes usually you'll Def- get hail definitely bigger than the hail that was being uh, we were exposed to yesterday yeah we were getting like we were getting like pebbles you know right um, yeah it was huge hail damaged cars okay. well after the tornado we went to Scott Scott was a damage and there was a giant hole in this in this department store just it was it ripped a hole in it and apparently a beam came down and killed a man there was one only one oh, casualty wow. yeah a man was killed by a beam in the store they stayed in the store because of the tornado and, and that happened uh, and there's not much you can do about that they just teach you to like get on your get on your uh, get in like a what's the, the yoga move called uh, the child pose you know the extended child pose oh, okay they get you they tell you to get into a child pose head down and protect your head and yeah so someone died and that was the, the worst weather I've ever been in um, how about yourself wow I really don't want to tell my story uh, compared to yours uh, because yours sounds a little traumatizing maybe, to be maybe, honest. We, maybe we should have started with you maybe first. we should have started with me because like knowing where I've you're from, in, yeah, from I've lived in California all my life and then uh, you know when I was in the military I went to New Mexico and I mean it gets a little windy there but no, no tornado watch and, yeah, I mean, there's lightning storms and everything. Um, so, I guess the the, the most uh, worst storm I ever been would actually be in a sandstorm out in Kuwait. But you know, it wasn't that the storm was bad as much as that I was stupid. You know, so uh, I was on outside perimeter on my Humvee, and you know, yes, Air Force does actually do outside perimeter stuff. Okay, I know that's probably shocking to all the Army, <sighs> Marine, and Navy people out there. So anyways, we're outside perimeter, and I hadn't really mastered the area yet, but, you know, whatever. I was really, really young, and the sandstorm, like, it hit. And those who aren't familiar with the sandstorm, uh, you literally can't see any, like, depending on how bad it is, you literally sometimes cannot see past your your uh, windshield. So that's that's the kind of windstorm that it was, sandstorm that it was. It was really bad. You couldn't see much past your, your windshield. But me being young, I thought how exciting and crazy would it be if I just continued to drive all crazy within the sandstorm. So, like, essentially I'm driving driving blind. So I'm punching it for, like, a good 20 to 30 minutes just goofing off. Then the sandstorm subsides, you know. And so me and my fire team, we start to look around. And we realize that there is nothing familiar to us, you know. So uh, the next thing that we did was we pulled out the, the, the map, you know, and then we pulled out our GPS coordinates. And the oh, GPS, map. Old yeah. school. Yeah, oh, yeah. And the GPS, the instruments that we had aren't the same GPS that are local for us today. So we pull out the map and we look at our GPS coordinates and then we look at the, the, the coordinates on the map. A little land navigation. Yeah, um, land nav. And so we start to follow the... the, the, the uh, the navigation points and it goes off the fucking map we have no idea 
where we were at. Wait, you guys were driving. Well, so you're saying you were driving in the sandstorm? Yes, I didn't stop. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. That's yes, I did. Didn't I just say that it was probably one of the more unintelligent things that I've done in my youth? So, uh, so we're so if any if anybody knows anything about geography, uh, Kuwait is next to uh, this country known as Iraq. Never heard of it. And never heard of it. Uh, Iraq is, this was prior to the second invasion of Iraq. So, um, we had no idea where we were at. And the way that our trajectory looked, it would look like that we would end up in Iraq. And so we were driving around trying to figure out where we were because we were lost. And then we'd come up onto this compound, this this foreign compound, this for, it had to have been a foreign military base, or it could have been a prison, I don't know. All I know is concrete compound with lights, and we saw people standing on towers. Oh my god. <laughs> so we took off from there because we had no idea where we were at. Anyways, we were lost for like three hours before I found my way back to our base. Jeez. Yeah, that was the worst thing that ever happened. So needless to say, I went back to my... Uh, senior enlisted personnel my supervisor was like hey don't let me out don't 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 have me do that again <laughs> yeah so well that's kind of funny i actually i've been in a couple of sandstorms and uh the difference is when i was in the military we had blue force tracking system so it was essentially a map on the screen on a screen okay um and then you just kind of you could like drive and look at the screen even during a sandstorm but but during a sandstorm we usually stopped Right. Well, that's the smart thing to do. I think everyone should and, do that. Yeah. Well, you know, and it would have been nice if, if uh, you know, the GPS was accessible as it is to our phones. Yeah, man. Phones today are amazing. GPS and everything. I know. They, I mean, I'm surprised you can't cook a microwave dinner with it. Right? They just the amount of information. They're so convenient. They're, you know, uh, you can look things up, you know, hence Googling and everything. Um, I'll tell you, though... As much as I like them, there is one thing that I have to say that kind of bothers me a little bit. Is it about the phone? Like what the phone does? No, it has nothing to do with the phone. I'm really appreciative of what the phone does. Man, the phone does everything. You want to cook something, you look it up. You get lost, you look it up. You're in a new town and you want to eat, you do something as simple as yelping, right? Like, and you know, and people, people make fun of others who are always on their phones. It's why you become so dependent because it makes things so easily accessible to you, you know? Or if you're in a normal conversation with your friends and you guys have a disagreement, you could be like, you know what? Let me Google this, you know? I know. I remember you just... Or like when you can't remember someone's name, you're like, oh, she plays this character in this movie and you just had to like live with it. You're like, ah. Right. And now, now you can, you just look it up. Yeah. Yeah. So no, it's not the phone itself. And so... Before I tell you what it is, let me lay down some, like, look, I have nothing to hide, you know, obviously, you know, um, but I still don't like it when my significant other grabs my phone to use it. Now, it's okay to use it every once in a while. What I'm talking about is she leaves her phone at home all the time. Story of my life. Because she's like, oh, there's your phone. I'll just use my husband's phone all the time. Do you have that same issue? Story of my life. My wife leaves her phone like in the house. She'll leave it in the car or she'll leave it in the living room 
when we're in the bedroom. Right. And, you know, she even, like, downloads apps that she likes on my phone so she can... So, like... <laughs> really? I have, I have Pinterest on my phone, and I have no interest in Pinterest. <laughs> That's amazing. And it's, like, 120 megabytes or whatever. Right. Why even have your phone? Why even have a phone if that's what you're going to do? And then to take it a step further, so like when I text her or I call her, oh, forget about her answering. She's the worst. People will text me to get a hold of her. You know? Uh, again, story of my life. <laughs> like literally, like I, if I see a certain person call me, like my, my in-laws usually call me, most of the time they're calling me to get a hold of my wife. Uh, sometimes they call me and I, and I, assume it's for her but they want to talk to me but for the most part they will call me to get to her and I know it and I'm like you want to talk to her that's fine here she is and and then I'm sitting there without a phone because I was just on my phone and now she's talking on it right I have to like do what people did before phones which which I can't even remember anymore dude my wife has my passcode she just picks up my phone punches it in just does whatever she wants. She doesn't. There's times we'll be driving. She doesn't even ask anymore. Well, I mean, I'll do you one. I'll do you one more on that one. My wife has a fingerprint on my phone. Oh my god, are you serious? Because she want. She always wanted to unlock my phone, and I had the fingerprint scan thing on, um, so I could use it for like pay and stuff like that. So she always was like, unlock your phone, and I had to like reach my finger over there when I was driving or whatever. So I was like, you know what? I need to just give you your own fingerprint. So I gave her a fingerprint <laughs> so she can unlock my phone. Yeah, because I'm like, you know, I, I cannot just keep trying to unlock the phone when I'm doing something. or you know. Dude, I tried to offer that same thing to my wife. I was like, you know what? Can I just give you a fingerprint? You know what she said? What? No, it's cool. I have your passcode. <laughs> like, she, prefer, she preferred to just go pop, pop, pop. Right. Well, yeah, I, I, I just don't get it. I guess she doesn't want to save the extra one second. Right. But I guess I just it's 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 so ridiculous. Mine's not as bad as to where um, that her apps are on my phone. Although, and it's funny that you brought up Pinterest because she keeps on telling me all the time, "How come you don't have Pinterest on your phone?" I think you'd really like Pinterest on your phone. You know, you should download Pinterest. I don't want Pinterest. Pinterest is. is I'm not gonna go ahead and throw gender types out there, but I Pinterest, think you are. But Pinterest just seems wow. to be more liked by women. It's a women's app, and it's and it's okay. Like men have all kinds of apps that are manly apps, right? So what's a manly app? Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report. Oh, so women can't like sports? I'm not saying that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Don't try, don't try to uh, cr- <laughs> make don't me do, a criminal. Don't trick me. Hey, all of our any of our uh, lady listeners out there, I am not sexist. I'm just saying Pinterest. I mean, for the most part, I know a lot of women who like Pinterest, and I don't know a lot of men. I'm not saying there's not men that like Pinterest, but for the I would you say know, the majority think, are women. I think we have a, a friend in common that would probably like Pinterest. He does a lot of woodwork and stuff. Oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, I think I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past him to have a Pinterest account only because he's you know he's very crafty. Ah, I don't think you have to like Pinterest to be. I mean, you don't have to like Pinterest if you're crafty. I just it's just like a because I have it on my phone right? right well maybe his significant other has Pinterest and yeah, it's like this is what, what you're is. gonna make that's what it is and he's like yes dear this is what I'm gonna make that's what it is because I'm pretty sure that this is an issue out there now is that men have Pinterest on their phone wasting up their megabytes when they don't even use it because their significant other uses it so I'm really curious to know 
about this. So if, you, if you're a man out there and you have Pinterest on your phone, but you did not download it yourself, let us know. Hit us up at Twitter at CrazyDrive415. That's Twitter, CrazyDrive415. Or go to Anchor, the Anchor app, or anchor.fm and leave a voicemail message and let us know your story. And it doesn't even have to be Pinterest uh, yeah. specific. It could be any app. Yeah, you know? any app. Any app that is not you didn't download that you're you know if it's candy crush or whatever and your significant other downloaded it on your phone so she can play it on your phone let us know because i'm curious and that's another thing i i told my wife i said candy crush is not going on my phone do not i i realized that people were addicted to that game and i wasn't going to go down that road so i said no candy crush i don't want it I was invited to it a billion times on Facebook. Remember that whole Candy Crush? Facebook? I remember Candy Crush. I used to hate or Farmville. Yeah, Farmville. Oh my mafia God! Mafia Wars. Yes, you, you're not in the mafia. You do not own a farm. Stop inviting me to play. <laughs> I'm like, you're from Chicago. You don't own a dang farm. <laughs> there ain't no farm in Chicago. You, you know what? I I literally unfriended my uncle on Facebook because he wouldn't stop sending me uh, game invites. And I was just, it was frustrating. I was like, ah. Oh. So I just unfriended him. And he never really said anything. But if he ever did, I was going to be like, you know what? You were blowing me up trying to get through your free points or whatever by inviting me. And Oh, dude, you want to talk about uh, causing a stir of unfriending people on Facebook? So when I was in law enforcement, uh, the, the department got, like, started cracking down on social media. And they were trying to tell us what we can and can't say about the department. So basically they were saying, you can't badmouth the department on social media, otherwise there'll be an internal affairs investigation and you'll get in trouble. Yeah. Uh, They didn't want us to post pictures of us in uniform. There was all kinds of crazy things that they didn't want us to do. So what I did was if you worked at the department, I unfriended you. So my supervisor one day, uh, I guess wanted to hit me up on Facebook and found out that I had unfriended him. So, Uh. So we were, so I was walking by and he was like, hey, um, I, I, I wanted to hit you up on Facebook, but I don't have you on there anymore. What happened? And we, we were, we were, I was in front of a lot of other, other officers. It's like, oh, that's easy. Sarge, I unfriended you. You know, and he just looked at me. Yeah, his eyes got big and he's like, what? I was like, yeah, I unfriended you. I go, but don't feel bad. Like, you can ask any of these officers here now uh, if they're my friends on Facebook. I unfriended everybody in the department. Mm-mm. I absolutely and, and uh, my friends understood why although I did start to add them back on once word got around that just don't ask me to be your friend on Facebook because uh, it only became to the ones that I was really really close with and the thing was this if I work with you why do I need to be friends on Facebook with you y- you know where I am you can get a hold of me plus if you're gonna start in trying to monitor what I can say and can't say at work then you don't get to be on my Facebook. Facebook's about me being able to BS with my friends without having to worry about what I say for the most part, you know? I'm not saying anything crazy or extreme on Facebook, but I'm just saying, like, I should be able to vent about my damn department with my friends mm-hmm. on Facebook and not have to worry about being I ate over it, you know? Yeah. So. Well, that's, you know, that brings up a good point when it comes to Facebook friends. It's almost... Like people take Facebook friends so literally, like you're not my friend on Facebook anymore. We're not friends. If you, if you delete someone, it's almost as if you're not friends with them. Right. And I, I always often see people on Facebook talking about how if 
they haven't talked to you, if you haven't talked to somebody for a certain amount of time, you're going to get unfriended and blocked or whatever. Right. And I'm like, why has it got to be such a big deal? Like, what if, what if you both are very busy and you just haven't talked? Does that mean like, because I have a friend from five years ago who I haven't really caught up with that I have to get rid of them on Facebook because we haven't talked in real life? You know, like it's, I think Facebook is great in the way that it, it reconnects you with people from your from your past. Right. But I agree with that. You don't necessarily have to talk to them every day for them to be your friend or you know, at mm-hmm. least on Facebook. It's not like you're you're hanging out with them. Every right. Day. Well, I know that when Facebook initially started out, I only would just accept uh, friend requests from people I was friends with. Not just new, but I had to be friends with you. So like if I just knew who you were and you did a friend request, I wouldn't do it. Mhm. But it's evolved from that. I like. I agree with you. Like, so now if I know you, I put you on there. The only, you know, the only way that I'm going to unfriend you is if you do something, say something that's super offensive or disrespectful. That I won't deal with. You know, it's it's Facebook supposed to be something fun. In my opinion, Facebook is supposed to be fun. Yeah. It's not this place where. You're, you're there to offend people and I'm not going to bring that in I'm not going to bring that into my life if it's offensive I'm just going to you know and if it's continuing I'm going to get rid of it now I don't mean different ideas than me because good good lord I, I have people who have many different ideas than what I have and I, I welcome it I'm just talking about like offensive things you know like if they start calling me or another friend oh you're stupid you know like if they start making personal attacks then at that moment I, I will unfriend you you know I don't know how do you feel about that yeah, I think that you know, and I've done the same thing with with certain people. I think that when you're when you're putting out content with the with the mindset of hurting someone or just being rude or you know, you're you're just not being a professional person. It doesn't have to necessarily be professional, but respectful. Right. You know, and you don't have to say respect the word respect or I respect you, but just just don't attack people and that's huge on the internet that's like all that's all you see is people being attacked mm-hmm. by these trollers who like i said in a, in a in a later podcast an earlier podcast um if people were able to punch people in the mouth over the internet half these things wouldn't happen all right you know and these people are they've got these like internet courage it's like right. you have you know you have liquid courage with right. alcohol. Yeah, it's yeah. internet courage You're well just, you know also on the on the other side of that that coin too I've actually unfriended people on Facebook that I'm still friends with but it's because they start to like just put political stuff one thing after the other after the other after the other after the other and I'm just like you know what I I just I don't want to see this anymore you know it's okay to put political stuff up every once in a while it's okay to put political things it's okay to share your opinion but like when that's all you're doing then we're good like exactly, I can unfriend oh. that. It doesn't mean I'm mad at you, or it's just I just don't want to see that. Yeah, and I, and I see that all the time too. It's like, is your life literally just sitting around looking for political opinions and memes? And like, I like to see a well-rounded Facebook person. Yeah. I want to see your vacation. Yeah, I want to see pictures of your maybe your kids growing up. You know, that, that's something I do with my family being back in in. Uh, Illinois. I watch a lot of my nieces and nephews. Right. Uh, I love that stuff. I I like to see you know accomplishments and just you even memes are fine. Right. You just don't don't have a Facebook page if it's just to share memes. It's, right. It's like you're one dimensional. Come on, get a life. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's 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 funny. 
I totally absolutely agree with you with uh, what you're saying. Uh, Facebook is great to stay in contact. I, I've been able to see a lot of people grow up and stay in contact with them. But yeah, there's more to life than just memes or just political crap that's out there. Uh, you know, so it's got a bunch of airheads out there. Just a bunch of airheads who have a few things bouncing around in there. Yeah. Like, like what's that game uh, where you have like the two sticks and there's a little ball bouncing back Pong? and forth? Pong. Yeah, Pong like was, that. It's like I an Atari remember, game, right? I remember playing Pong. Pong was, was like, a good yeah, game. Yeah, we got Pong heads out there who were just like, it was like a little ball with one idea bouncing around back and forth. Just imagine that. Pong head. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how, how, yeah, I don't know how Facebook evolved into the way it was. I really hope that it gets to go back to the, to the way it is. I really hope it goes back to the way it was. You know, where it was just friends hanging out, BSing. Because right now, it's a li- it is a little insane, you know. But um, you know, a great man once said, "That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same." And I believe that. That man was Tupac Shakur. Um, I truly believe that once things change, they they that's it. Like they're not going back. Right. You know, and that's Facebook is in too deep. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. You know that song. I do know that song. Okay, just making sure. I'm pretty sure that, that he didn't make that part up. That's probably like from a, like a sample. Right. But whatever. I like Tupac's version. I like Twitter. I'm starting to learn how to like Twitter. Oh well, I mean, the Crazy Drive four one, a uh, Crazy Drive four and five is on Twitter, so we we better like Twitter. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna be. Well, on I Twitter. like the ability, like how you were talking about earlier. I like the ability to be able to follow like our football players and follow your sports people I yeah. think that's really cool you know yeah and that's actually what I use Twitter for for the for the most part is I I I don't have just a bunch of social friends I'm just following sports analysts and players because I you know it's the reason I got Twitter and I recently got Twitter is because I felt like news was breaking on Twitter first and right. I want the first bit of sports news like I want it I want it quick and Bleacher Report is always using Twitter. Like, it, it will show you a, a tweet as a breaking news. Well, why can't I just go straight to the to the horse's mouth, you know? So, speaking of sports, have you heard anything new come out lately? You know, I always have my ear to the sports world. It's a part of me, I'd say. Um, thinking about something huge. Just think, of, let's just go on a grand scale. Okay. Um, recently, I did read an article about... An NCAA football rule change um, designed to help prevent injuries, mainly CTE. Um, yeah, which is important. Yeah. In, in both the NFL and NCAA, they've, they've been aiming to address the issue of CTE, which is a long-term... And you know that nobody knew it was important until I said it at this moment that it was important? CTE? CTE? Yeah, nobody. Nobody knew. You're, you're pretty much Will Smith. Pretty much. Will Smith and concussion. That's you. That's me. But anyways, uh, yeah, so... Um, so what do you hear? So what they did... Well, let's go back. In 2012, the rule that they implemented, and the NFL did this as well. I'm not sure if the NFL did it in 2012, but NCAA, in 2012, they changed the kickoff from the 35-yard line to the 30-yard line so that kickers will kick it deeper into the end zone which would discourage a, a kick return because they, they consider kick return the most dangerous play in football. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing that they did was they allowed the fair catch or the if you 
fair count caught it or need it in the end zone instead of going to the 20 yard line you would start at the 25 yard line and that's to encourage players to take that knee in the end zone well what what actually started happening is coaches were teaching the kickers to start kicking even higher and by kicking it higher you can force the player to have to run it out at the 10 yard line 8 yard line whatever they, they kicked it within that end zone because once you cross that one yard line you can't go back or, or else it would be a safety so you have to return it so they were doing that and what happened was people were still getting hurt so now the new rule is no matter where you catch it in the end zone or out of the end zone you can wave your hand similar to the fair catch and a punt return mm-hmm. and you will automatically go to the 25 yard line instead of on the place of the of the down so that's pretty significant because it's 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 going to change the the game as far as for the defense you know yeah so the offense is going to be able to start at 25 no matter where the ball is kicked uh, Dude, that's such a good field position though it is it's, it's it's great field position and i'm very torn about the sides you know like how do you feel about that are you for the new rule change or are you against it i i'm not for it look i i i understand that they're trying to address cte so if they're trying to address CTE and if they're so concerned about the effects of it, then why not just start them off? Why get rid of kickoffs completely? So you think they should get rid of kickoffs if completely? If that, right, get rid of it and don't give them a 25-yard starting point. Do 15. Well, that's kind of deep. I don't know. 15 is kind of deep in. 20 then. 20, the original 20, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just freestyling here, okay? Yeah, 15 is a little like, oh, that's that's rough. But 20, I mean, we've done 20 in the past. You know, I'm super torn about it because on one hand, I'm, I love football. And well, I love... Go ahead, sorry. It's just, I was just thinking it takes... Although I like the energy because you never know what happens when they catch the ball and they run. Exactly, yeah. And, and that's what I love about it. I do love... The, the kick return is a very exciting play. You get, you get dynamic players. There's, I mean, you look at most recently like a Dory Jackson or you look in the past like Devin Hester. Who? And... Devin Hester. Never heard of him. Oh my god. Yeah. Who did he play for? You know, you know who he played for. <laughs> he played for the Chicago Bears. Yeah. The Bears. And he also one of the best uh, returners in NFL not, history. Not one of the best. Okay. The best. Because it took him three years to get to the record. Twenty twenty returns in three years is insane. Okay. Anyways. It's not about Devin Hester. Right. But Devin Hester is one of the greats, and he did make the kick return exciting uh, when he played in the NFL. He's, uh, he did. He really did. So it is It is exciting. But the other hand, and this is what I look at it, I would hate it if they did it in the NFL, but I could see the NCAA, and this is why. These players need to be healthy. They need to get, get to the next level. They need to be afforded that opportunity to – make money, make millions of dollars like others before them. You also need to be able to have the opportunity to complete school. Well, that's a whole other story, but... I'm just saying, like, well, well, because we're talking about CTE, we're talking about the the dangers of the game and how badly somebody can get hurt. Yeah. You know, so the risk, the risks are real. Yeah, I mean, the brain injury, yeah, that's, so, that's a big deal. That's a huge deal, Yeah, right? so that's what I'm saying, like, that's important as well. And, it, and it's hard to, to make changes to the game that help CTE that don't affect the game. Like, you just can't leave the game the way it is 
and expect something to change you know mm -hmm. you have to make changes in order for the CTE problem to, to mitigate right so and I look at that and that's, that's big and in the fact that these players need to be healthy enough to get to the NFL like because there's more than just CTE there's all kinds of spinal injuries and mm -hmm. things like that that happen on the kick return and it, it's two two teams flying at full speed they get a running start full speed and I just think that let them do the kick returns in the NFL when they've already made some money and and you don't need to see a player actually do a kick return to know if they're going to be good at returning you know and, there, and it doesn't mean that kick returning is out of the game it's not out of the game they can still get the ball and return it they don't have to fair catch it and go to 25 if they feel they have a window and they want to try to get past 25 they have they can do that if which they want. they'll probably do well i mean some people will but if you're pinned at the one yard line Oh, yeah, you just fair catch it. Yeah, you're going to get the 25. You're at the one-yard line in the corner where you're, like, isolated. You don't have a lot of running room. You have the opportunity to not have to take a hit. So then you think it's actually worth doing. I do. I I, I think when you look at it, and like I said, in, so, in college, I'm okay with it. So, how come, so why aren't you okay with it transferring into the NFL? Well, because... Because in the NFL, like, I know the CT is a big issue, but you're more professional in the NFL. Stay in your lane. Someone, someone. Well, he was weaving in towards you. Yeah, one of those guys. Yeah, well, he's he an elderly phone? man. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know what? We definitely need to have a conversation about elderly men driving. Because I think at a certain age, they need to just revoke that license. They need to just take it away because they're a danger to everybody. Yeah, that's Anthony who just said that. I don't um, hate old people. I don't hate old people. I just think that at a certain age, they should take the take the license away I mean come on like what do we have to do I mean if you're driving 20 miles under the speed limit because you're afraid to drive maybe you shouldn't drive I, I just think that I think that when you don't feel in control anymore Do you like his blinker yeah oh god guys the crazy drive is actually being pretty crazy right now because there's people switching lanes no signal which is my one of my top five pet peeves in this world um, I hate that. I, I mean, I turn my blinker on when I go into the driveway. Yeah. So let's get back to about you restricting uh, our elderly's ability to be mobile. Well, I mean, you know, it's not that it's not their ability to be mobile. It's it's the fact that if you don't feel safe enough to drive the speed limit, if you feel like that's too dangerous for you, then maybe you shouldn't be driving anymore. You know, I, I always tell myself, I will drive at a speed that I'm comfortable with. If I feel out of control when I'm driving, I'm probably going too fast. So are you willing to replace uh, their ability to move around with services? Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of bus services out there for elderly people that are free, that allow them to get to where they need to get. Are you willing to take certain public transportation then for yourself? Why would I? When I'm an old man, you mean? No, just right now. Why would I have to take one now? I, I'm not. Well, I mean, if drive. it's okay for them to be able to go out there and live, why isn't it okay for you? Well, what I'm saying is they are the ones that are driving 20 miles under the speed limit and swerving out of the lane. But he did. Well, one, I told you he was swerving towards us. He didn't swerve out of the lane. Yeah. Two, he wasn't going 20 miles under yeah, the but, speed but, limit. Yeah, but there's people that do. And in fact, you're currently going 15 miles over the speed limit. Which is which is an unwritten rule of the road that we failed to agree on. Look, there's a guy riding my butt right now. Riding my butt, and I'm going over 80 right now. He's riding me. 
Should he's I? riding your butt? I'm about to Mario Kart this guy. Is he riding your butt? You said he's riding your butt? Yeah. He's riding your butt hard? Nah. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Mario Kart him. So if you guys are not familiar, when I say I'm going to Mario Kart someone, it's when I turn my windshield wiper on for somebody who's riding too close to me. Now I'm going 80 miles an hour on a, in a 65, so there's no reason for somebody to ride me like this. So here it goes. Mario Kart. Here oh, we go. look, a bug's in my window. Time to clean it. Spray. Spray. Now watch, watch. They're gonna... I'm waiting to watch to see if it gets them. Oh, it's getting them. Oh, oh he got him! <laughs> if, if I could throw bananas, I'll throw Oh, them. that was amazing. That was funny. I've never seen you do that. Uh, well, I always Mario Kart people, and it's like the closest I can get to dropping bananas out of my car. And it didn't work, so that person doesn't care. All uh, right. Maybe he needed the water. He needed it. <laughs> He's like, thanks. I ran a fluid. You helped me out. <laughs> well, I'm not getting. I'm not getting over. I'm going plenty of fast. You know. Right. And we're going up the mountain. So, but let's try to get so, back. To so it. yeah. Sorry. So so you're opposed to it for the NFL. Yeah. Because okay, the NFL. I'm glad you you remember because I forgot where we were. <laughs> In the NFL. You're, you're a professional. Yes. You you you're you professionally know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Look, look at this guy. Look at this guy. Passed me up. Sorry. All right. Like a punk bitch. The guy, he, he's all mad because he got Mario carded. Whatever. I hope you get pulled over. So, the NFL. I'll laugh if he does it to you. If you Mario carded me? Yeah. I've never, <laughs> I've never been Mario carded. No? I'll I would rear that. end him if he Mario carded me. You will not. Just go for it. I'll go 120 into the back <laughs> of his car. Ah! Okay. But anyways, go Jeepers on. Jeepers Creeper style. <laughs> Why can't we stay on? We can't stay on topic. <laughs> well, today. everyone's acting crazy. You can't drive like five seconds without somebody doing uh, something stupid. All right. Anyways, huh, let's get this out. Yes. The NFL. You're professional. You, you've been trained really well. You're expected to know how to safely tackle. You're expected to know how to safely um, avoid being hurt when you're being tackled. So, I think that that's a better the. the the things that they've done now in the NFL with the the 25-yard line and, and kicking from the 30, mm-hmm. that's significant enough for the NFL, I believe. So you think they're well-equipped then to avoid those injuries? I, th- I think they're a lot more equipped, yes. They're, obviously, CTA studies are long-term, so we would not know whether the changes have worked or not for another, what, 20 years from when they when they've done it. You I know, wouldn't know. That's how long it takes okay. roughly to get to get good statistical data on CTE. So if more people are coming out with CTE but they're older players, it's from the past. Right. So we have to make the change and then reevaluate it and see like if it's working. If and if it didn't work then makes more significant changes. Now the college football it's just a lot more than CTE. It's it's there's other injuries out there. Um, and they're just really trying to to minimize it, yeah minimize it make it safe let these kids have a chance to get to the NFL right that's why I am cool with it in the NCAA because I want players to get to the NFL and it's there's nothing worse than a talent that yeah. that you expect to be great and then they get hurt and you never get to see it you know that, right. that's the worst yeah I you know for me I don't I don't quite necessarily know where I really stand with it you know, like I said, I would like to see the returner. I would like, you know, that's it's a very exciting part of football. Yeah. But also, I don't think people should be suffering CTE from playing a sport either. And you really do have to figure out a way to, to deal with that situation, you know. Um, so do you, 
So you said you like kickoffs. I do like I do like kickoffs. But you also hate CT. I also hate CT. And I don't know anyone out there that says I love. CT. Yeah, I don't. Minus the NFL when they were trying to avoid the right the whole thing. Um, so what I would like to know because you did mention getting rid of the kickoff. Right. D- wouldn't you think that if you are for CT but you also like to kick off that the new rules maybe work out for you? Wouldn't they work for you? Because you you still get the opportunity to see a kickoff if if right. the situation is safe. Right, no, that's that's my confliction. Like I get what they're doing. I just you know that like no matter how we say it, the game's gonna suffer. Oh yeah. You know, the game's gonna suffer and that's unfortunate. I mean yeah, you can't you I, just can't not change the game. But make changes. Well, and, how do you make changes? And so I guess my argument is, well, not argument. I guess my view is that if you're going to do that to try and avoid CTE altogether, then why not just get rid of the kick return aspect? You know, and that uh, has been, that's but, been flirted with. That idea has been flirted with. It's been, it's not the first time someone's brought it up. Um, but that I think that's so much more drastic. And like I said, you can't you can't know if the changes have worked or not without you know, giving it some time to, to do the studies on, on players who who were affected by the change. Right. It, it's a touchy subject because I'll yeah, t- getting I'll rid you, of the kickoffs eliminates. I'll tell you one thing that you know uh, that I think should be done is the illegal hits should be definitely cut. They, they should. Let me try this again. Yeah. So the illegal hits that happen in the NFL, punishment should be swift and harsh. Like what? Like, give me an example. So, like, when you see somebody drop their helmet and spear another player, yeah, Goldberg style, yeah, they definitely like punishment should be swift and hard. You're thinking like sus- multiple game suspension? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like two, two, and then that if like, and, and really, honestly, if you see them do it, like, if it's a consistent thing, where you know you've heard the term dirty players, yeah. and they really are dirty players, then I think that perhaps maybe you should look at kicking them out. Of the game, yeah. Well, they actually. Year, no, no. You mean targeting Term, permanently, though? Of the game, yes. Oh, multiple offenders. Yes, multiple offenders. Like if it's like, dude, you've done this two other times. You know. So Vontez Perfect out of the league. Out of the league. Wow. Gone. But he, this is what's interesting is, it's hard. I think during the game, the speed of the game, it's almost too difficult to determine. If somebody had intent on the way they've done something, sometimes your head just drops. It's fast. It's reactive. Right. No, I get. I get. There are certain things that are reactive, and it's difficult. But do you remember? Oh my God, I can't believe I forgot his name from Tennessee Titans when he cleated that dude's face. Oh, Albert Hainsworth. Thank you, Albert Hainsworth. There was no mistaking that that was perp- that that was. Oh yeah. An accident. Like yeah. you knew he did that on purpose. Things like that. Out. Yeah. We don't uh, need that in the league. That should be like one strike, maybe one more, like one chance. Mm-hmm. If you do it again, you're out. If it's like oh. egregious, that's very egregious. That's that is. more than just dropping your head. That's purposely stepping on someone. Right. That's those kicking are, them. Those are the type of actions that I'm talking about. Like those should be. Yeah. Should be, there should be no room for oh, it in the game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But okay. I, you know, I think we've kind of talked about that in one of our earlier podcasts about. Um, whether you know law enforcement should get involved and you know allowing you know remember we're talking about assault and battery oh, yeah. before sports deviants the whole yeah. sports deviant segment segment that we did yeah if you didn't get to listen to that that's episode two uh, we talk about sports deviants so you can always go back and listen to older episodes yep so 
Mm-hmm. That's 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 where I view things. Um, okay. Uh, when it comes to sports. Well, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. And, and anytime there's a major rule change, I'm kind of resistant until I hear the logic behind it. And this one actually makes sense to me. And in, in the fact that it's college football, we're not going to miss anything. Um, we're still going to see dynamic plays. And, and we just want these players to get to the NFL. So if it, I want to know what you guys have to think about what do you think about this this yeah. rule? Um, it's significant. I know a lot of people are, are outraged by it. So if you're one of those people, go ahead and let us know. On Twitter, at, at the Crazy Drive 415. Yep, at Crazy Drive 415. Or you can hit us up at anchor.fm or download the Anchor app. Um, and you can find the Crazy Drive podcast and leave us a voice message. And if we like it, we will share it on the air in our next podcast. So... Here's a random thought for you. You know when you're driving by parked cars on the side of the road, whether it's in the daytime or in the night, in the middle of nowhere? Mm-hmm. Do you ever build up like a story on what happened? You know. Oh, I mean? you mean on the, like on the highway? Like on the highway, or yeah, you know, like I know I do. Like, like earlier, we, we passed by this like black Honda Accord on the highway, and I was like, wow, man, I wonder what happened. You know, did they get a flat tire? And then, like, you start to build this like whole movie scene. Oh. You know, like, so it was this person who was in distress. They were changing their tire because you don't see anybody around. You don't see anybody there, you know, but the car's still there. And in some cases, you'll actually see cars that are in perfect condition. Have you ever seen that? So, like, what happens? Were they hitchhiking? And then somebody's like, oh, sure, I'll pick you up, you know, and then they get in the car. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, if you can take me to the Shell station. And, you know, like, where we're at right now, we're kind of out in the country. Mm -hmm. And the person's like, "Um, the Shell station's the other way. You know, and then maybe they take them to a barn, you know, and then, I don't know, maybe they're murdered, you know? I don't know, like, do, do crazy thoughts, like, ever happen to you, like, well, uh, in well, those instant If they took them to the Shell station, why is the car on the side of the road? No, I said they end up taking them to the barn. They're like, the person uh, say, take me to the Shell station. They're like, yeah, I'll take you to the Shell station. Like, he's totally lying. And he takes them to the barn. He takes them to a barn and kills them. But what, how does the car get on the side of the highway is what I want to know. You know? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, right? That's that's the big question. But like, if you took, I'm just saying, like in your story, you went to the barn, but how to get to the side of the road? The car? Did like the person murder him, then come and abandon the car on the highway? No. What I'm saying. Okay. I'm sorry. I guess it was bad storytelling. <laughs> so in my mind, this is what I'm saying. Is like, so initially I was, I was talking about cars that have flat tires, they pull over. But there's cars that you pass on the side of the road that have that that don't appear like there's anything wrong with them. Right? Yeah, yeah, I got that. Okay. So what I'm saying. It, and you don't see the driver there. So what I'm saying is, was that driver, that car broke down, we don't know what, for whatever reason, that cars pull over to the side of the road. Maybe they did change a tire and they were done. And so, I don't know. And someone was like, hey, do you need a ride? And they're like, yeah, can you take me to the Shell station so I can call for help? Because, you know, their cell phone's also, uh, the battery's dead. Or no reception, right? Yeah. And so they get into this person who offered to take him to to the shell station to get into the car and they're out in the country okay and the person who's driving actually takes them to the barn and murders them see that makes more sense now now i I get it now you you're you're painted a better picture you know what i've never done that i've never looked at a car and came up with a whole backstory but i would like to so you'd like to do that let's just imagine there's a car okay so there's a car on the side of the road what happened how did it get there what kind of car is it first of all does it matter it does matter because it's the kind of car determines the kind of person. Oh, car, did you see? CHP just went by. Yeah, I saw them speeding. Maybe they heard the story. Maybe they saw, maybe they're, they're like, who maybe got it's murdered? the Black Honda. Who yeah. got murdered in a bar? 
right? Barn. Barn. There's a black car out here. We don't know what's going on. Someone was murdered. Instantly. Instantly. Gotcha. I think it makes perfect sense. Sounds like an emergency. All right, let's set me okay, up. Okay, so, I so you a have I give it a, a 1995 oh. Grand Prix, oh. red in color. Okay. Okay. Tinted uh, windows, even on the driver's side, which is illegal here in California. Okay. Okay. Yes. There it is. Right. It's on the side of the road. Red Grand Prix, 1995. 1995. Okay, 1995 Grand Prix. Tinted windows, and there goes the fire truck. All right, so there's a guy named Jimmy. And he drives it. Jimmy probably wears a white wife beater and same some uh, Wrangler jeans um, with some boots. Absolutely. He I, who wears a, Wranglers and not boots? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He has a five o'clock shadow. Okay. He's wearing Oakley sunglasses. Nice. And he he has a cigarette in his mouth at all times. Cigarette? No, no. He dips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, we go. Yeah. He okay. dips. He dips. He's a dipper. He's a dipper. He has a Mountain Dew bottle in his hand. Absolutely. Specifically, always Mountain Dew. Um, and he's always dipping in that. Okay, so so Jimmy's driving down the the uh, highway. Yes. Okay? And then he sees a woman. Okay. And she is on the side of the road. She's bent over her, her, uh, her the hood of her car, looking into her car like she's trying to figure out what's going okay. on. Okay. Right? What is she wearing? She's wearing uh, Daisy Dukes. Okay. Daisy Dukes in a in a red plaid shirt. Okay. She has aviator sunglasses on. Okay. And her hair is short. Let's make it short. No, no, her hair is long. This long. is my story. Okay. This is okay. my first my first time. So let me. Let Sounds me horrible it. already. But go on. She has she has blonde like blonde but like that blonde brownie hair. Like is it what a dirty blonde? Is that dirty blonde. Called? She's dirty blonde. Strawberry blonde. I've never heard of it. What's that? Yeah. I don't know. I just heard it. Okay, she's just dirty. called me out. She's dirty. Thanks for that. Yeah. Appreciate it. That was embarrassing. We all know he doesn't know what strawberry blonde is. I think it's like a. Um, I think it's like maybe like blonde and redhead. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, anyways, she's a dirty blonde, and her hair is nice. She has a nice, nice hair. Um, it's a little wavy, I'd say. So, anyways, so she's looking into her car, and she obviously needs help, and she's giving that kind of body language that she needs help, that she wants to know what's wrong, but she doesn't know. So old Jimmy pulls over. He's like, oh. Good old Jimmy. He's like, oh, what do we got here, boys? And there's no boys in the car. He's right. just talking that's to That's what himself. he's saying to himself. He's saying it to himself. Okay. Like, maybe talking to the, the voices in his head. Um, so he's a schizophrenic. I'm just throwing that in. All there. right. He's a schizophrenic guy um, named Jimmy, and he pulls over, and he's like, okay, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, try to figure this problem out maybe i can win oh the... so he is gonna help her yeah that's his intention okay because he's pulling over jimmy's like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna get some you know like, right he thinks like oh, that it's like a porno like a like like porn hub and he's and he's <laughs> like just the gonna... ferrari car we saw yeah, earlier exactly. right. like he's gonna help her and then, and then he's gonna have sex with her maybe right there on the road i don't know that's what jimmy's thinking okay um so he goes and he's like hey, what seems to be the problem miss you know, he calls her Miss and all that. And okay. she goes, I'm not sure. Uh, my car just started smoking. Well, Jimmy says, let me take a look. And he, and he, he she moves to the side. Okay. She, and he promptly goes into the hood and okay. looks. And as he's looking, wah-bap! Back of the head with a baseball bat. What? Yeah. Oh, he's the victim. Oh, you, you didn't expect that, huh? I didn't, ex- I didn't expect twist, that at all. Plot twist. Twisted. All right. So he gets hit in the back of the head. Next thing you know, he's waking up in her car. It's perfectly fine. He's in the backseat tied up. Okay. All right? And he's like, because mm-hmm, he's gagged. Right. Right? And she's like, shut up. 
Oh! Yeah, yeah she's a different tone. Does she have an accent? Like, is it a country accent? No, she no, just, just sounds like a normal... Normal Californian? Normal, normal Californian lady. Okay. Well, maybe not as Californian, because the Californian women are like, tubular, dude! Wow, stereotype yeah. much? I mean, that's what everyone knows that Californians sound like. Mm-hmm. So, she's just like, shut up! Just She's just not that sweet little girl anymore. Okay. Um, And Jimmy is afraid for his life right and then he's also thinking i need a dip right now <laughs> but, <it's, laughs> but that's like his second thought he's like oh my god i'm in trouble you know what sounds good i need a freaking dip you know you know because i've heard from people who dip that it kind of calms your nerves a little bit and he's without his mountain dew bottle too isn't he <laughs> so if he did have a dip he wouldn't be able to spit it he just had to spit it into the into the uh gag right but anyway he doesn't have his dip um so i'm pretty sure when she whacked him back in the head his dip flew into her car so she takes him to a to a house, uh, an abandoned not an abandoned house, but an old house, and it has no neighbors around it. It's in the country. So it's in the country. Yeah. So you are sticking with the country theme. Yeah. She. It's this is country. Yes. Okay. Um, that's the environment that Jimmy grew up in. Okay. So Product takes him out to this house, right? And then a man comes out of the house. This man, a big is a, man. He's a big burly guy with a beard, you know. Okay. And, and he has no hair on top, just a big beard, and he's bald, right? Okay. And he has a Russian accent. Right. Okay, so you made him Russian. So he's Russian, right? And now the voices in Jimmy's head are talking. They're talking. They're like, they're like Jimmy, you got to run for it. And the other one's like, Jimmy, stay. Stay, Jimmy. And the other one's like, Jimmy, Jimmy, I want some dip. Yeah, one's like, dip. <laughs> and there's a voice in his head. It's like, Jimmy, maybe you're going get, to get, get in like a threesome, you know? There's still that little... Still that hope. He has still that hope. He has that you know, hope. You got to be positive sometimes, you know? Yeah. It's positive thoughts that help you get out of bad situations. So that's what happened with Jimmy, and he, he's torn. He doesn't know what to do. Right, okay. So since two, a couple of them say, stay, Jimmy stays. So Jimmy doesn't try to run for it. He sees the big guy, and he's like, I probably don't have a good chance. I'm tied up anyways. I got to be, like, hopping around. Mm-hmm. So so the guy comes, grabs Jimmy, puts him over his shoulder, and he brings him inside the house, slams him on a, slams him on a table. Okay. Okay. And then, the, and then Jimmy's doing the, the. The girl comes, holds, holds Jimmy down. Wait, 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 wait. Before, before he holds her down, or before she holds him down, she pulls out dip. No. And she dips. No, she doesn't dip. No. Ah. She doesn't dip. Quit trying to change my story. I think she should. You dip. have your stories. This is my first time at it. Let me have. If it. you guys think she should dip, hit us up on the twit. She doesn't dip. She holds him down. Okay. The Russian guy comes up with a cleaver, and he starts chopping Jimmy alive. Hoof, hands, hoof, legs, hoof, feet, toes, ba-ra-ra, chop, chops him up. Jimmy passes out from the pain. And is dead. Yeah, eventually he bleeds <laughs> out, he dies. They cook Jimmy, eat him. They're cannibals. Wow. Jimmy's car is stuck on the side of the road because she left it there. 1995 Red Grand Prix. Wow. Well, everybody, obviously, how Anth- Anthony's it was way better than my story. <laughs> that, I mean, wow. I feel like you said it maybe it was your first time thinking it about was, it, but it was. I, I really doubt that it was. I no. mean, that was... Guys, that was off the top of the dome. Like, like honestly. That was really, really detailed. Yeah, you know, um, I it just came to me. All that stuff just popped in my brain. So... <laughs> If you're out there and you want to try a crack at it on your own, go ahead and leave your stories. You can do a voicemail. Put it on our voicemail at, you can download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and leave us a voicemail with your story. De- definitely leave it on the voicemail. Yeah. And if it's funny, 
we will play it. That's the best one, and we'll share it. We will share that, and then we'll talk about it. We'll react to it. But you know, if you if you don't want to download the app or go on the on the website, feel free to type it into Twitter. It'll be a lot of typing uh, at Crazy Drive Four One Five, and I will read your transcript on the air if we like it. So on a murdering note, you guys have a great day, and we will be talking to you soon. You have a good one. That's just the way it is. Little darling, don't you cry. Even California's cold sometimes. We can make it. We gotta try.